Sweet. What's up, guys? Again, and welcome to another installment of the Bakery Season 2. Uh, thanks to everyone that, we've, that came through yesterday, showed some support on the premiere episode of Season 2. And again, a big thank you to Austin as well. He was a fucking pleasure to talk to, man. Uh, today, we talked with somebody who knows yesterday's guest as well as anybody. Two times world champion, COD legend, and now an active head coach for LA Thieves, Jacob. How are you, bro? You okay? Doing fantastic, brother. Looking forward to... I don't know what you got in mind here, but look forward to talking about whatever comes up. Yeah, I got plenty, brother. I got, I got, I got, I got some bits and bobs. I got, um, I suppose I could give you like a trajectory path. What, like, I'll ask you like a couple. No, no, no. We don't. Sure? We, yeah, we we'll just hop right in. Yeah, that's out. good. That's what I like. That's what I like. Okay. Yeah, the tweet earlier, like, yo, any questions? So yeah, yeah. Any questions we got? Couple, yeah. They come toward the end, man. Uh, first off, though, like, so. For every episode of season one, what we did was we we asked an, an opening icebreaker question uh, related to food. This year, we're doing it with music. So, Slasher gave me... What did he give me yesterday? He gave me Drake. Was it Drake? Yeah, I swear, I swear he said Drake, Meek Mill, T, T Grizzly. His top artist. These are his top five musicians right now. Drake, Meek, T Grizzly. Dude, I'm a oh, weirdo. Bro. It was two more. I can't think of them. I'm a weirdo. I don't listen to music like that. Like, what, like that at much. all? No, no. I listen to it like honestly. Lately, I really want to listen to like at the gym. Okay. I don't I, even. Yeah. But what's like your I mean, gym playlist consist of? Like, what are, we, are we talking drum and bass or rap or? Um, rock? a lot of rap. Yeah, a lot of rap. Some rock. Yeah. Um, dude, I was on a kick recently where. I was like listening to a bunch of old 2000s rap. Yeah, I was, like, yeah, yeah. For some reason, I found like a few old 2000s songs in my Spotify. So I listened to those and I was like, you know what? Let me find like a whole early 2000s playlist. So I was yeah. like, I would just Google, like, or not Google, but I searched on Spotify. 2000, early 2000s uh, workout playlist. And just was looking at what popped up and like just a bunch of classics. Now that okay, I'm on the spot, okay, I can't okay. actually think. I can't actually think <laughs> of a bunch of songs once I'm on the spot, but like, it's like but, song after song, like, yo, I haven't heard this shit in Yeah, 10 but like years. early 2000s rap rise, we're talking like what, like rap R&B? We're talking like Ja Rule, stuff like that, or? Some, yeah, a little bit. Okay, okay. So if you I had to pick, like the, even if you had to pick like one musician right now that you're like, you're banging out more than I anyone mean, else, who would you be? The, the person I end up listening to most is Drake, as fucking cliche as it is. Yeah, like, yeah, I love it, baby. He just like, <laughs> But he's timeless. Know. Like it's just yeah. it's too difficult to not say the guy. Like he puts yeah. out better music than fucking anyone. I don't care. I mean, other than 100%. I suppose last year you could argue that like the weekend probably like, for me. I think the weekend had the best the best twenty twenty. Like, dude, yeah. I thought the weekend. Yeah, I thought he had some good a lot of good shit last year. It's actually funny you say that because he performed at the Super Bowl. Yeah. And when he was performing at the Super Bowl, some of my friends from home. I grew up in Jersey. Some of my friends from high school. We have like a group chat we still use, and they were like blowing up the group chat, like, "Yo, like, is the weekend really that popular to be doing like the Super Bowl halftime show?" I was like, "What, dude? The really? weekend, like, a top, yeah. top five, ten artists, <laughs> yeah. like, in the world, global, comfortably, global yeah. phenomenon, like, yeah, yeah." So I'm actually glad you just said that because, like, for a second, it's I thought huge, I was crazy, man. nah, bro. But now then, like, I talked to people, my my friends were, they must have been on some shit. I don't know because they were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't for think real. the weekend was that big. I was like, bro, you guys are lost. Yeah, he's huge, man. Like, that's, that's not even yeah. through the bait. Like, he's, for me, like, I'd say, realistically, he's probably the best musician in the world right now, in my opinion. 
Like last year's album was incredible, and the fact that he didn't get nominated for a Grammy is fucking ridiculous. By the way, like that shit needs cancelling. Nah, he uh, he's already came out with a statement saying that like he's gonna boycott them and and not input any music for review again toward the toward the award show. But yeah, he didn't get nominated, bro, at all. And even yeah, though, even though, right? yeah, even though Blinding Lights literally is the first song in history or something to spend like uh a hundred a hundred i don't know if it's a hundred weeks is it a hundred weeks i don't know if that's the right I think uh, don't quote was, me on this it's 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 I some dumb it. shit I think I saw, whatever but, it is i think i saw this stat yeah. you're thinking of it's something ridiculous bro i think i saw it like the other day yeah and he has it he didn't even get nominated for a single grammy like let alone win which he should have like he the guy should have been taking yeah. three four grammys home this year but he didn't even get nominated, so he wasn't even in the question. Yeah, no, Meanwhile, we've got fucking Megan the Stallion taking Grammys home for I'm a Savage. Dude. Classy, boozy, ratchet. Like, what? Get a Fuck fucking that. grip. Holy Fuck shit. Ah, uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm a Savage, like, it's catchy, but that doesn't have, like, the... No, the you only think it's catchy because you're a fucking addict to TikTok, bro. You're a TikTok addict. I know you are. I am now. Yeah, I am now. see. But wait, wait it, no, man. the song's catchy. I don't think it's like a good song. Like it's catchy, but really? what I was saying is it doesn't have it doesn't have the long, long term appeal, of like a blind oh. lights. Like blind lights is. Okay, okay, okay. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I'm agreeing with you. Um, I think, he, I didn't, I didn't even watch the Grammy, so I didn't know that. I didn't yeah, see yeah. this drama he had, but. Okay. I mean, yeah. Right. Let's dive straight into it, man. Who wins yeah. in hand to hand combat? You or Hastro? Hundred yeah. <laughs> percent, yeah. old, bro. I'm old. He's fucking real old. He's probably got back problems and shit worse than I do now. <laughs> all right, man. All jokes aside, listen, man. You are one of the greatest pros to touch the game. You've got the receipts to show it. An outstanding career. You got two rings in the trophy cabinet. Uh, where did the hunger to compete within Call of Duty originally begin for you? Um, I'm just a super competitive person with anything. Yeah. And then started in Call of Duty because so when the PS3 came out, I want to say 2007, my mom got me and my brother PS3 for Christmas. I'm like 14, 13 years old at this point. He has his PS3 for Christmas with Madden, which is like at that point we played like a lot of sports games. Me and my, bro- me and my brother. She got us Madden, which we were super hyped for, and then she got us Call of Duty 3, which I had never heard of. Like. Literally never heard of the game. It was one of those gifts. I was like, oh, thanks, Mom. Like, can't wait to play. But I had no idea what it was. Yeah. And then, um, I don't know, I just started playing. I had, like, two friends at the time who uh, also had the game. So I started playing with them. And then I just, you know, I just ended up, like, a little better just naturally at the very start. And then just kept playing. Got super competitive. People told me about game battles. And then just, like, one thing led to another and turned into a career. Like, literally just like that it was never planned it was never <laughs> planned I was, like yeah. long story short it was never planned i just ended up being pretty good and i'm just so competitive i was always motivated to be better and do better were I you guess. were you like heavily involved in sports at a young age like before you hit video games have you usually did um i played a lot of sports i was never like the superstar athlete in my town yeah like i was never a great athlete in my town but i played a lot of sports growing up i was decently athletic and then um, I was actually playing football, not your football, my football. Yeah, you were playing, playing, playing the shit football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was yeah. playing it freshman year of high school. I would have played it earlier in my life, but I used to get migraines okay. from heat. Yeah. It's like 
from being outside sweating i'll literally get migraines so, like i couldn't play football like in mid-august like um when i was younger and then eventually like eighth grade high school i grew out of the migraines which the doctors always said i would and then i was playing football hurt my wrist and when i hurt my wrist i ended up just playing a ton of cod and that's kind of where i got good at cod is just like spending all that time after high school every day playing non-stop getting home from school playing until bed Go back to school the next day, repeat. So yeah, yeah. Me and Slashy were saying yesterday, like how, like that groin period right there of like finishing school, kicking your trousers off, and sitting in your boxer shorts for like six hours, bro. Like mm-hmm. that shit was unmatched. That was the best period of COD for me. Bomb oh, ball. it was great. Yeah, yeah. There's so I have so much just nostalgia at that time. Yeah, it's simpler too, times, man. bro. Yeah, for real. Or like even the sound. Like sometimes now, like if I open like a YouTube video and just hear the sound of a fucking intervention or like an ACR shoot, I'm like, holy yep. shit. That feels so yep. fucking Immediate good. Immediate flashback. Yeah. yeah, man. So like, like you said, obviously this this wasn't planned. This was something you just kind of fell into and you you know, you know chased it and followed it down certain lanes and this is where you ended up. Let's say COD didn't take you to where it has. Where where could we have expected to see you? Maybe Rocket League or a car salesman? <laughs> yeah, you know what I, mean? I, I wouldn't be in gaming. Yeah. I wouldn't be in gaming at all. COD was the one I happened to catch early. Um... I actually was going to school for business. Okay. As a business major. Um, well, I started as like a, I started as a finance major, I want to say. And then I switched to accounting. But uh, I only went to like for like two or three years. Never got my degree. And I never really knew what I wanted to do. You know how, well, I don't know if it's different over there. But here, when you're in high school, like you're 17 years old, yeah. you're starting your junior year of high school. And it's like, all right. You know, you got to start applying for colleges. Yeah. You got to like, what do you, what, what's your, what do you want your major to be? What do you want to do for the rest of your life? And me, this is like literally the peak of when I was playing Call of Duty eight hours a day mm-hmm. in high school, just not caring. I was like, I don't know what the fuck I want to do in my life. I don't have a damn clue. <laughs> Bro, I'm 26 I and I don't know what the fuck I'm doing in my life, oh, I even still, right now. I, mean, I have no idea. Yeah, yeah, I still don't know where. Like, <laughs> I mean, obviously, like I'm now in esports, yeah, yeah. but especially now that I'm done playing, like I don't know what my yeah, each yeah. step is you know, like we're yeah. we're winging it dude yeah and uh so yeah i didn't know what i wanted to do didn't know what i wanted to major in didn't know where i wanted to go to school didn't really care because i was just so locked in on playing cod and uh i ended up just i was good at math so i was like ah, right, you know what? i'll go to school for for finance and accounting yeah and i was bored as hell in those classes i can imagine yeah bored as fucking all hell mm-hmm. but uh I mean, yeah, I would probably have some business job in the business world, like maybe an accountant. Who knows? I went to probably be I went to college for the for the same thing. I, I did um, business at college, and was uh, studying that. And I, I think I lasted eight weeks. Yeah, eight uh, weeks. Yeah. That's all you got. That's what I had, bro. And, then and, then, like, and what, I dropped the fuck out of that. I was like, yeah, fuck were, this shit. Were you interested in it before? you um, went or was it like a similar thing to me where like because for me like i said i was good at math and i was just like yeah i don't know what i want to do so yeah. i'll stick to what i'm good at um for me like growing up i always wanted to be in the army like i always wanted to be um really oh yeah since was i was nev- like that since was, I was never like near my list of ideas seven or eight years old like it was my dream my uncle um he's like an rsm in the army which is like a regiment sergeant major in the british army like we our ranks are similar to yours I think the ranking system is the same. It's just named differently. They're like different names, okay. different ranks. But he's pretty high up within the army and um, done it all his life since he was 16 years old. 
And like the guy's got the most fucking like incredible stories you could ever like. Do you know what I mean? Oh, like, bro, sure. the stories he used to tell me when I was like eight, nine, ten years old, just like molded this idea of like, holy shit, that's what I want to chase. So, I was trying to do that for um, forever. Like, or even through school, like, because I was as stupid as it sounds. Like, education wise, I was gifted and talented in like pretty much every subject that I did. Um, like I was straight A stars, like A plus, you know what I mean? Like all the way through, bro. I was, I was like predicted crazy grades in school, but mm-hmm. like the moment that I knew, like, and set my eyes on like, oh yeah, you does none of this matters because I'm going in the army anyway. You know, like grade wise, I just didn't care. I just stopped fucking like even trying in school. And, um, I spent like just eight years just dwelling on this idea. Like, cause when you turn 16 in the UK, you can apply straight away. Um, so I hit 16, went down the local army office and like did a like a bar test did some simple stuff did like a mat, you know simple maths test like and did all this and that and then it got to a physical uh and i got refused on the day of my physical for fucking eczema you know like itchy skin like a, the skin condition yeah i had a small small bit of eczema on the crease of my arm um they rejected yeah but that. but they didn't reject me because of the eczema what they did was when I was like 13 years old, I, my eczema flared up pretty bad and the doctor had to prescribe me a steroid cream for the eczema. And because I was prescribed a steroid cream, um, mm. it basically deemed that my eczema was serious enough to where it could be a risk of infection. If, for example, I had to go to war, I could be a risk of infection to other people if my arm got infected. And so that they literally told me I had to wait two years to reapply and go a full two-year period without being prescribed a steroid cream from the day of rejection. So I did. I went two years, reapplied again at 18. Um, at 18, I reapplied, and I got four weeks into training. So I'd already, I was in four weeks into training and was called back and refused again for the same issue, eczema, after four weeks. Even though you waited two years. Even though I waited, even though I did everything. That's fucked. I can't, and I can't remember why the second time happened the way it did. It was something that, like, at the time, bro, it broke my heart, man, because this was like all I wanted yeah, to do. Yeah, that was your goal. Yeah, you that were, was all I wanted to do. That. And I can't, I can't remember the full detail of what it was that second time. I just remember fucking crying for like four fucking days. Um, but yeah, it didn't go well. Uh, anyway, man, enough about me. <laughs> Let's get back onto you. My bad. So, hey, no, no, I'm, I, <laughs> I'm glad to hear that story, bro. I yeah. mean, it sucks it didn't yeah, work out. Well, yeah, it, sucks it sucks and it doesn't because yeah. I mean, it didn't work out. Yeah, you wouldn't be here. Exactly, yeah. Everything, you wouldn't be having this conversation. So. Everything happens for a reason, man. So, outside of uh, video games, like you said a, a little earlier on, that you, you, you had this competitive nature that you like to fulfill elsewhere. So, without video games, I mean, did you did you find other avenues to fulfill this competitiveness that you had? And did you have siblings that you were competitive against, etc.? Yeah. Younger brother, um, we would super competitive in sports naturally growing up just like one-on-one basketball that kind of stuff and then as we got older video games became more popular uh like i told you about like my mom got us mad like we would play video games against each other super competitive there um and then on top of that just like playing like mainly playing like basketball like something i did a lot in uh high school is like once a week at least like on fridays like me and all my friends would like go to the local gym and just play pickup basketball. There's yeah, like, yeah. we'd usually get like at least like eight of us to play four and four. Some days we'd end up with like 16 kids there. Like 
you know, just like running tournaments kind of style. Yeah. So I was a super competitive in that regard. Um, I wasn't good enough to play for the high school basketball team. Uh, I actually probably was good enough by the end of high school, but not freshman year. <laughs> but that's a different story. Yeah. Is that a different start for another time? Not important. Not fucking okay. important. But okay, okay. Uh, yeah. So I mean, it's just like anything where there's competition, bro. I wanted to win. And my mom, good, it was the same kind of shit with a younger yeah. brother. My mom's like, "Let him win." I was like, "No, fuck, yeah. fuck no." Winner mentality. This, little shit. this yeah. little shit win. I'm not letting him win. Let's go. Right. I got first part of your trivia. So let's see how how clued up you are on yourself. Okay. Trivia. Yeah, see? So we've got friendly little bits. Yeah, so a couple of questions okay. about you, your history, maybe, here and there. Uh, oh, I asked I asked Austin four, I'm going to say four, yeah, four questions about himself last night, and he only got two correct, so... No way. Yeah, for real. Right. This one's nice and easy to start with, to be honest. They do get more difficult after this, well, depending on how good your memory is anyway. Do you know where you rank in your country for esports earnings? My country? Yeah. Uh, I don't know off the top of my head. If I had to guess, dude, I don't know how many Americans are above me from other games. I think there's, what, four above me from COD. Um, I'd say, let's just say somewhere like 10th. I'm assuming there's there's gotta be people from other esports ahead of me, but bear in mind I'm talking yeah, I was gonna say we're talking all esports and not just console as well. Uh I don't know. Twentieth. Oh shit, like, you got it. You just 20th? fucking got it. Yeah, you're twentieth. Really? Yeah. Dude, well the the thing was I've looked at the esports page, like the esports earnings page, most of the top top are foreign. Well, not yeah, they, yeah, I know what you mean. So yeah. Like I said, I knew, I think in Kyle, there's like four ahead of me. Yeah. But then, besides that, I had no clue. Holy you shit. You just got 20. it. I'll fucking. Ta- I'll take 20. Yeah, I mean, that's a point, bro. Yeah, you're 20th in your that. country. You're you're literally one You're one place behind Austin and $4,000 behind him. That's it. Yeah, 4000 He, he just yeah. passed me the, the recent tournament. Yeah, yeah. $4,000 uh, difference. Yeah. I think yeah, I think he's on 718K. You're on 714K earnings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's not bad. I got a good start. I got a return. I got a return. <laughs> you got a return just to, just to pass him. You have to do it. I even pass him. I just got to climb the ranks again. <laughs> yeah. Cross a million. <laughs> I mean, bro, like 714 is fucking impressive. You know what I mean? That's a few mortgages right there. Right. It's solid. It's a solid career. Looking, I'll, I'll take it. I mean, talking to your career, man, look, it's been an inspirational career as well. What were your top moments that you can recall? Obviously, winning rings was definitely up there. but the, were there, the Two champs yeah. are top two. Uh, outside of that, uh, I don't know. Outside of that, I mean, there's probably other tournament wins, but yeah, the tournament wins I have all seriously pale in comparison. Just like, is that feeling? Know? Yeah, is that feeling? Does that completely dwarf anything yeah, else? Yeah, once you win the biggest tournament, like the other win, the other wins are still great. But that feeling of winning the biggest tournament is just unmatched. Yeah. So, nothing can compare to that. That's by far the top two. <laughs> I can imagine. I can imagine. Like, in that moment, are you... I suppose as, like, a player, like, you obviously you're, you're competing due to this 
this solid competitive nature that you've got, you know, something that you've kind of tried to craft it and work toward for, for, you know, for the years that you have building up. In that moment when you win, is it like a release? Like, fuck, I finally hit this level. Or is it Kinda. like, is it a mixture of that? Is it a mixture of, holy shit, I've just won six figures? Is it a mixture of, you know what I mean? Like, is there so much the initial The initial feeling is not about the money. Yeah. The very initial, you may think about the money like 10, 15 seconds in. Yeah. Like, but the uh, the very initial feeling is more so just like, like, holy shit, everything I worked for. Yeah, like all that time invested. Off, like, I fucking did it. Yeah. Like, we're the fucking best. Like yeah. it's it's that kind of feeling. Like, is there a feeling in your life that you feel like could like you've you've had you've had that even comes close to that? Like, as you could describe that experience, that can even come close. Yeah. The only thing that comes close is kind of funny because it's me being a fan. But is when I went and saw the Eagles win the Super Bowl. Okay. Which is very. It's. I think I've said. I think I remember tweeting like it was as good as winning the rings. But, like, in hindsight, it wasn't. Like, it was fucking awesome to go watch my team win. Yeah. But it's not the same as, like, in what I'm doing, competing, like, me winning. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Uh, I can imagine. Yeah. I mean, that that's the probably the closest thing in my life. You know, I imagine eventually, like, the day I get married and have kids is, like, a similar happiness feeling. Yeah. But I don't know if it's the same rewarding feeling. Yeah, like I can the, imagine, yeah. Yeah. Get, I mean, obviously, like like you said, I, I think there's a there's so many different feelings that are rewarding for for different reasons. Like winning champs is rewarding because of the fucking time invested and, and what it's taken and the sacrifices you've made to get there, right? 100%. So, I, 100%. I, 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 I re- realistically, I can if you said that no feeling will probably ever match that, I, it would probably be true, you know. Yeah. For someone no, that's I mean, put I, much time in. Unless I find something else to like compete in at that level i doubt someone will be able to top it or match it even yeah. it's just it's just not possible in my the way i look at it maybe i find some shit down the road in life because this is like what we were saying before like yeah yeah i want to have a plan with what i'm doing so yeah. who knows where i'm gonna be a year from now five years from now ten years from now but it'd be hard it'd be hard to match that yeah i can imagine so a player with you know so much potential still decides to take a step back, step in a new direction, and become a head coach. Uh, a head coach with two rings on his hands is realistically the type of head coach that I would want. But is it what you wanted? I mean, was the opportunity with LA Phoebes presented, and it was just something that you couldn't pass on? How much consideration did it take for you to to take the step that you did? Um. I kind of knew when I got benched last year in MW that I was done playing. Okay. One, because just like I, I didn't have that good of a year in MW or Black Ops 4 individually. And I knew I wouldn't get on like another top team, which when you're playing COD and you're not on like good teams who like you think can win, when you're like mediocre teams, it gets draining pretty fast. Okay. Which is a big thing that like kind of took a toll on me is just got draining, you know, being on shit teams. And then when I got benched, I kind of just knew I was done playing. You know, just the thought of, like, being on an average team, playing all day every day again, just sounded miserable. Actually, I considered if I wanted to do, like, content creating, like, because, you know, I was streaming a ton, like, especially when Among Us was yeah, out. Yeah. I was streaming a ton. We were playing, but 
the more I was streaming, dude, like I, I quickly realized that that was not yeah the path for me, dude. Like just being on camera five hours a day, six hours a day, whatever it is for to be a full-time streamer, mm -hmm. I, I don't think I could have done that. It gets super consuming, like really consuming. Yeah. <laughs> it's very consuming you know you feel guilty when you take off days like yeah it wasn't for me so i when the coach opportunity the coaching idea was like my next um idea like it was content creating maybe our coach whatever maybe i go to like the desk work for the league or something yeah but um the coaching one jumped out to me just like to still stay in a team environment kind of work with a team towards uh their goals and like then when it was the la thieves opportunity i was like oh, well that's a yeah that's a no brainer awesome right? award yeah. you know but yeah. uh, i'm good friends with all the players so like i'm happy with that decision exactly yeah so has the adjustment to becoming a head coach been a difficult one i mean do you, i can imagine like me as someone who was a player for so long turning to a coach i'd find myself kind of reverting to personal tendencies that i had as a player so for example i would focus heavily on the role that i used to perform individually as opposed to having an in-depth knowledge of like all the roles nah i don't think that's an issue i think it's because the way i look at cod like the simplest way to explain it is like it's kind of like an assembly line thing i'm not sure if you've ever heard that you probably yeah, have heard that yeah, before yeah. like an assembly line where like you know, the first guy off spawn always has a job. The second guy has a job. It doesn't really matter what gun you have. It just depends, like, the timing of thing. You got to react. Be really good at assessing and then reacting to situations on the fly. So I don't think it's tough. The, the tough thing about it is trying to explain your point and trying to pinpoint mistakes. Because oddly enough, for me, I always... And well, now that I have both sides, I feel like it was easier to notice mistakes in a team when I was playing than when I'm just coaching and watching. Because when I was playing, you know, you run through a situation so many times. You know, you're scrimming yeah. every day. You've been in the same situation before. So it's like when I'm in that situation and something goes wrong, you're going like, to feel it. Like, why did this situation play out different than it has the previous five times? Like, what went different? So I always felt like that was easy to pinpoint mistakes that way. Whereas when you're coaching, you don't have that same feeling. You're not in the game. But, um, I mean, yeah, I think it's been pretty simple overall transitioning. I, I'm still learning new things about, like, best ways to get points across, best yeah. way to explain things. Yeah. But it's about what I expected from the from the job. That's good to hear. That's good to hear. At least you're, you feel like you're comfortable where you are and that you're, you're on a steady path, especially with your learning too. I mean, what's more stressful to you, coaching or playing? Coaching. Okay. Watching? Okay, so playing was stressful because I would put pressure on myself, like, not in matches so much, but just, like, in practice, just day-to-day, -day, like, to be better, get better. I'd put pressure on myself. But coaching, when you're watching a match and you just have no control over what's yeah. going on, it's yeah. just like... I hope these fucking idiots remember everything we've talked about. Bob, I <laughs> yeah. curse a lot. I don't know if that's an issue. Just carry on, bro. Carry on. You're fine. Yeah, you're absolutely fine. I'm like, I'm watching these idiots play. I hope I, I hope they remember what we talked about. Because I'm watching a situation unfold. I'm like, we've talked about the situation. I know they're supposed to do watching it. I hope in the heat of battle, they remember. And then yeah. either they do and I'm satisfied or they do some stupid shit. And I'm just like, God, like, 
Like, how do we mess that up? <laughs> yeah. like, we talked about yeah. that ten times. Like, how do we do this? Yeah, uh, so, I, that, that's exactly what I thought you would say. I thought that the idea that you know, as a player for so long, you could you could influence the game in your own way with your involvement and and what you know you, what you did was was in the spur of that moment and you knew what you had to do. Whereas as a coach having the overview and the insight and knowing those scenarios from experience but not being able to influence them and just having to watch it unfold like for me that would be way more stressful it's hard, dude. yeah yeah it's way more stressful especially like if it's a scenario that you've run over with the guys like 50 100 200 times and yet that one time they just fucking ignore the scenario and do the opposite like it would lit oh, yeah, I get it imagine. wrong bro yeah yeah it's yeah. rough i can imagine Right, trivia part two. Let's see if you can go two for two, yeah? Right. Let's go. Call of Duty Champs 2015, yeah? Denal take an emphatic win, but rolling back to the start of the career-changing weekend, do you remember which teams you played in the group stages? We lost to Prof. Um, couldn't tell you the other two. You, we lost to Prof. You did lose to Prof, that's true. We got reverse swept by them. Nikki D. Uh, no idea who the other teams were. You lost to the other two. T- Sorry, you beat the other two teams, my bad. Um, yeah. The other two were Hyper Games and Clarity. I would have never. Yeah, I didn't years. think you would. See, I told you they get harder, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. We're one for two. I mean, look, if you can go two for four, then you're matching Austin. If you can go three for four, then you beat, you know, you beat him I anyway. Beat him, yeah. so I need to, the questions get harder as we go? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> right. I don't know how I feel so, about that one. As a coach, what's the time investment like compared to when you're a player? Like, do you find yourself actively trying to improve the team's overall output, even if they aren't the ones that are scrimming or practicing at the time? Do you feel like more hours go into coaching than they did playing when you were a player? Um, no, more. I think more hours playing. I mean, the hours invested is similar because, like, I'm there for scrims all day, which is like five, six hours a day. I'm there for scrims and then. Um, but I'm not like, the thing about playing is like, you scream and then you play eights, you know, you, you watch VOD. I'm coaching, I'm like watching all the VOD in the moment, so I don't typically go back and watch VOD. Yeah. You know, I'm pretty much done when, once scrims are done. Whereas when you're, like, I so when you're playing, it's, okay. there's always extra stuff to play. Okay, okay, I get that. At the same time though, do you ever find yourself like watching other teams if they're streaming yeah, scrims, etc., etc.? Yeah, well... Before a match, well, the only team that really streams scrims is Chicago, yeah. so I'll watch them. Um, even as we're scrimming, sometimes I'll just have one of their streams up on my other monitor. But, I mean, before a match, I'll go, like, watch S&D stuff mainly, but besides that, nah, I don't think there's really... I don't think watching a team play respawn really helps you like counter them in the moment. I think... Oh, yeah, think respawns, res- yeah respawns completely yeah. random at times, yeah, yeah. I think respawns is more about executing your game plan than yeah. trying to counter yeah. the other teams. But no, search obviously agree. is like search is good to know obviously what what the other team does, how to counter it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, considering that you've made uh, this, you know, this this sudden change from a player to head coach, it must have helped knowing, like you said, 
Austin and the other guys, and especially Austin being one of the players under your wing, you've got a strong history with him. Um, obviously, winning a ring together as well. Have you have you found it difficult to give constructive feedback to the team at times, especially in like the early stages of coaching so far? Um, considering how close you are relationship wise, or has that actually made it easier for you? And do they take feedback on board pretty pretty well? I think it makes it easier. Um, I think everyone takes feedback pretty well. But I don't know if we always process it and like learn from it. We make we we repeat a lot of our same mistakes. Yeah. So like that's why I said like I'm trying to figure out best ways to get points across still and learn that. But I feel like I can like talk freely basically when we're having like a conversation and they all they all respect my opinion and what I'm saying, what I'm thinking. So like. I, I, they listen. Like I don't know. I don't know what else to say. There. Yeah, they listen, yeah. and I don't feel like I'm getting ignored at all or anything like that. Like it's, it's constructive criticism for the most part. That's good to hear. So looking, I mean, at the game right now, the current Jays. How are you personally feeling about them? I mean, as a coach, I can assume it adds additional stresses to you when watching the meta switch consistently. Eh, not really. I don't really. I'm not too worried about GAs. I think, I mean, I think the M4 going was a good move. I think that really? gun was, I think that gun was stupid. Okay. <laughs> what about like the 74 U? Are you a fan? I think the 74 U is like OP, but not to the same level. Yeah. And like, I don't know. Apparently, actually, I don't know if I can talk about that. Okay. We'll don't talk, talk about, about that later. That. Yeah. We'll talk about that later. Okay. But um. Yeah, I don't know. I think I've always been a big believer in like you need GAs to keep the game balanced because like there's been some CODs with some ridiculous stuff in them that were allowed. Like and without GAs, like you would have been playing pubs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but uh, right now I think the M4 is good. I think in like search the sniper and smoke. Well, smoke being banned overall, I think those are good. The sniper is way too easy. I literally load up in the league plan. I got. Every random kid looking like simp with a sniper because it's just so easy to shoot. I'm yep. like, this is just ridiculous. Like, and they have overkill, and it's like, okay, <laughs> they have a back pocket 74 with your auto sniper. Yeah, with I can auto imagine. aim. Like, but I think the GAs are at a good spot. Contrary to you know popular belief, people like to act like GAs are horrible. I think, I think the GAs are a good. Yeah, I know what you mean. I think like in Europe at the moment, like in terms of the am like the am scene in Europe. There's like a new, there's a new GA like maybe every two or three days. That's yeah, what it felt well, like anyway. The <clears throat> the AM scene in Europe is actually really quick to GA stuff. Yeah, like they had they had the AK forty seven GA like week one, whereas like kind of took a while for the league to come around to that, like the CDL yeah. Pro League to come around and them all to agree to that one. Yeah, yeah. So the EU AM scene has been ahead on the GA so far. Right. The pro scene just ends up kind of following suit a few weeks after. Yeah, yeah. I mean, speaking of metas switching in and out and things changing, obviously we've seen the addition of um, Express S and D and is it Apocalypse, I want to say, Hardpoint today? Uh, yep. Yeah, I mean, how do, how are you feeling about that? Um, We actually haven't played Express S and D yet. We're going to scrim that the next few days for the first time. But uh, Apocalypse looks like it plays pretty well. I've been watching it in scrims every day for like a week now. And I like the map. It looks kind of weird. Like, 
that's kind of run down and weird and something I think they should fix is that you can wall bang all those buildings because they're all just like made of like wood and yeah. straw like you just shoot through everything on the map so I think that's a little bit of an issue but all in all I think the map plays really well there's a kind of smooth layout to it uh, let's go I think I, mean, I think it's way better than Crossroads so. yeah yeah I mean I think I think overall Express SND is going to be good as well you know what I mean I think pretty much anything Black yeah. Ops 2 related is good so I think it'll be good yeah yeah I don't know I'm curious to see how it plays but I think it'll be solid Another situation where it's replacing Garrison SD and Garrison was very stale. Yeah, yeah. Because Garrison was a map where like you couldn't, you couldn't really make plays on Garrison. It was very just straightforward. Every round was basically the same. So I'm yeah, glad. it wasn't exactly I'm fun to watch. Out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, looking looking at the current state of the game and 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 the way Cold War plays, would you have been? Do you feel like you would have enjoyed competing on this title? Yeah, I probably would have on this game. This game's. I mean, it's straight, it's straightforward 44 COD. It's not MW with squad spawns and yeah, 5v5 yeah. and all that fun stuff. So I think I would have enjoyed it, but at the same time, I don't know if I have the passion to play all day every day like I used to and like yeah. all these kids do now. Like yeah, Illy, yeah. Is, he tweeted out his MW stats. He played like 3,500 hours or something on MW. <laughs> Like, I'm sorry, I'm not doing that. I don't have that. <laughs> yeah. I don't have that in me. Yeah, I get it. I did. I did when I yeah. was in high school, when I was 18, 19. Yeah. I'm, I'm 26, I'll be 27. I don't have that same passion to play that much. I My think hands hurt after a while. It's not just that. I think, like, you're, you're at a point in your career where you've you've achieved a lot, you know what I mean? Like, you know, we know you've got two rings. You've achieved so much. And I suppose it gets to a point where... Um, the things that you wanted to complete in that competitive nature of yours, you already did. And so sooner yeah. or later, you know that, you know, I've already done this and I guess that fire starts to die a little. Um, I think it did, unfortunately. Yeah. I kind of hate saying that, but I think it kind of did. Yeah. And it, it comes back at times randomly, but it's not just consistently there anymore. Yeah, I mean, I think the the great thing about that is though is that, that even though the fire might die for 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 that and that competing part, you'll you'll light you'll light a fire somewhere else and and find a love and passion for something else, you know, and chase that. So, uh, it's usually the closing of of one chapter and the start of another, right? That's what they say. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't LA, know what it is on. yet, though. I'm still I'm still looking for it because I don't know what it is. I mean, but... it's gonna fall in your lap at some point, and yeah, I'm sure you'll run with it. L.A. Thieves, obviously. How does it feel to be part of this powerhouse? Uh, um, I mean, it's great. <laughs> I think <laughs> I think the org is like the org as a whole. Like Hundred Thieves is just so highly regarded right now. Like, yeah, they got like the best merch. They got some of the best content. Yeah, like they're just killing it overall. And it's just you know working with like. Although I don't really work with him, but like Nade being the CEO, like I've known that guy forever. So yeah. like, it's good. It's a good feeling to be like surrounded by people I know like that, and uh, you know, it makes it enjoyable. Whereas like some orgs I've been part of kind of felt like, yeah, yeah. Like I just don't. I just well, don't you know, here. like the, the tweet longer that we read the other day was. Uh, yeah, was, I mean, <laughs> I had good. To be fair, I had good experiences with NV two. Yeah. That was just like the the last one I had that left a really bad taste in my yeah, mouth. Yeah. But like, 
France was like our one champs on denial in AW. Yeah. Denial as an org sucked, and like all the shit has come out in like the years after we won champs. If you remember, everything exposing the org being horrible, you know, not paying yeah. players. But like in the moment, I was like, no, I love, I love that I won champs, but I would have rather done it for anyone else than denial. Mm-hmm. I would have rather. Yeah. Going with no team name, paid my own flight. Like, <laughs> yeah. I hate that we won the knowledge. Right? Yeah, yeah. I get it. I mean, uh, I, it is I what it, it is. But at least you got the ring, right? That's all that matters, sure. Yeah. Right. There, of course. Oak Boys as well. Obviously, how does that feel? Because you've, you've gone to LA Thieves, but not only that, you're there with two of your fellow Oak Boys, uh, Eric and uh, Ian. Obviously, alongside yeah. you, involved. Uh, I think uh, Eric's general manager, right? And yeah. Ian well, is. Content curator, is that right? No, he's content. Cre- he's just a content creator. Okay. The, the curator thing was like a whole, a whole joke for that okay, video. Okay, okay. Ian's actually moving out though soon, so. Oh shit! All right. He's getting stripped of his Oak Boys title. Oh damn! He's, getting, he's leaving, so he's gone. You taking applications for a new one? Yeah, you picking up? Yeah, we needed someone to fill his uh, yeah. his room. Oh shit! Okay. Looking for a new fourth, <laughs> but uh. No, I mean, it's good. I guess that's another thing. Like, it's great to be surrounded by my friends. You know, like, I work with Eric. Kind of funny because we're such good friends, but then, like, we have to have, like, serious business conversations. Not business conversations, but, like, serious conversations at the team because, like, he's not here watching scrims every day like I am, so he's always asking for, like, just, like, updates. Like, oh, how are we doing? And, like, some days I just have to be like, well, we got shit on today. But, <laughs> yeah. you know, better days, better days ahead. <laughs> yeah. Like, hashtag methods. Yeah, I get it. Let's hashtag go. Hashtag methods. Shout right. out Zinni. Yeah, shout out Zinni. No winning. Yeah, yeah. Right. Trivia, part three. Okay. Tom to uh, redeem yourself from the previous question. Although I'm worried right. you're not going to. To be honest, I don't, I don't know. If it's harder, I may have an issue. You might not find this that hard because it's a substantial part um, of your career. So, in 2015, Denial played Team Revenge in the finals to secure the ring. Now, do you remember the maps and modes that you played? Oh, in the final series? Yep, the final series. Um, God, okay. So, so obviously, it was a hard point, S&D, and uplink at a minimum. But do you remember the there maps? There was a CTF. There was a CTF and There was search. a CTF and a search. Yeah, you're correct. Uh, first map I want to say this may have been winners finals but I think first map was retreat no that oh, must have been winners finals then we played them on retreat grand finals okay I know map 5 was riot yep game 4 was biolab ctf yes yes game yes game 3 yes. was Detroit uplink? No. It was comeback uplink. Then. Yeah. I remember the math. Is I'm confusing winners finals with the finals match. If you go I to winners it. finals, <laughs> retreat hardpoint map one, and yeah. Detroit uplink is played. So okay, so comeback uplink game two. Search. I wish I remember the maps from the game. Mm, oh, I'm gonna give I'll, you a little no, clue. No, game two was a. Uh, is it Biolab also? No, 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 no. That must have been winners' finals. I'll give you a little clue. It was a bit Christmassy. It was a little Christmassy. Oh, we got six would on uh, 
drift. Yeah, you got six out of drift. Yeah, you got it. Six out on drift. They had all kinds of nerd spots. And then map and then one, one was the map that you've mentioned twice, but got it for the wrong mode. Biolab? No, Detroit. Detroit Hardpoint. Oh. Oh, yeah, so you <laughs> I mean, considering you fucking literally... I didn't get that. <laughs> That's like a half a point, maybe. Yeah, 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 yeah. You help. I mean, considering you literally won a lot of fucking money just from those five maps, so that you, <laughs> you don't remember any well, of it. No, I'm telling you, between... I remember all the maps, like, between winners... Well, not all of them, but a lot of them between winners' finals and the finals' finals, but I just don't remember which series was which, except for Game 5 Riot, literally. Yeah, yeah. That's the only map I actually remember. So, moving on to a bit more like coach base, how do you, I mean, as a coach, how, do you find it difficult? Or if so, let's say you come into a, a difficult time where the team's got low morale or they're going for a bad time. How do you try and keep the guys motivated? Um, Honestly, that's something I'm kind of working on. Yeah. Because I've never been a super like, Oh, like positive vibes. Like, you know how people preach, like, oh, you got to be vibey. And, you know, like, I believe you have to have fun on a team. But I think having fun comes, like, naturally with playing well and getting better. Oh, yeah, I agree. Whereas, like, I feel like people try to force, like, good vibes on teams. And, like, I, I've never been a believer in that. I think it has to come natural. So that's not what I'm working on is, like, when we're in a slump, like, okay, what do I have to say to get these guys out of it like turn this around and um i don't have a good answer for you because i'm still learning that's something i started focusing on recently i mean look having no answer isn't a bad thing if if what you're saying to me is that you're still trying to learn it that's a better answer than than anything you know what i mean it shows that you're you're willing to admit that that's an area you need to work on which is great um now rumors have been floating around and it's absolutely fine if you avoid this question by the way uh, rumors have been floating around that we might see a challenge in the hundred thieves lineup. Can you confirm if it's true? I saw some. I saw someone tweet us this question. How am I supposed to answer this question? I mean, <laughs> I guess you just say yes or no. <laughs> if the, I, I I'm gonna go with no comment. Cause okay. I don't I don't know what's gonna happen. Yeah. Um, I'll be honest. We have been in a little bit of a slump. Right. But. We'll have like days where we look good, days where we look bad. Like it's just I don't we get on with I don't know what to expect. Okay. Which is not not ideal. But um uh no roster change at the moment, but mm-hmm. who knows what's gonna happen. I mean if we break it down into the camp, let's say obviously you can't answer the question. could you give an idea of what as a team at the moment you guys are looking to improve on? Teamwork, small talk. The assembly line stuff I was talking to you about before yeah, yeah, messed yeah. that up a lot. Um, that's really the big things. Uh, we're really bad at uh, really bad in teamwork category. Like we're really bad. We take a lot of bad one-on-one gunfights. Yeah, I have to roast Teach for it every single day. It's kind of boring. <laughs> but uh, that's that's literally the top of the list. Bro, that teamwork. wait, you just reminded me that fucking ego chill from Teach. Um, Last week, which one was it? Now I forgot. When you challenged him, what in the tower? Yes. Oh my god, <laughs> bro! I was fucking dying looking at us because there's no he fucking He was on a heat way. check because it, it was against Dallas. Like, yeah, I know. One v three the yeah, round before. Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah. 
And then he does that. Guy's a heat check. I'm like, bro, like. I love it though, man. I love that like level of confidence. Like he doesn't give 70, a shit. Yeah, the 74 maps. Like it's a submachine gun. It maps. I know, but like, yeah. Can you not take cross map child with a submachine gun? Like, <laughs> it maps, but it's still not that easy to get kills like that. Like yeah, it's still yeah. hard. You gotta hit crazy good shot. Yeah, you do, man. I suppose sometimes when you're feeling yourself, you just gotta let it rip, though. Surely, I get it. I mean, it, that's man. the thing. That's the thing. I was pissed, but he did clutch a one v three the round before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I, I roasted him for that after. <laughs> Bro, you roast him all the time. I think you've been roasting uh, him on Twitter for at least three years now. So you know. Yeah, <laughs> he's just a very roastable kid. Yeah, he is very roastable. I mean, has it been uh, with LA Thieves? Has it been refreshing for you to be involved in more content? Like. Just like overall, just content, like, like yeah, like actual content, yeah, and just like just just being, yeah. no, no, not really. Yeah, they, I, I do appreciate that the, their content comes out really good. You know, usually funny. Yeah, like the uh, the recent Guess Who video they did yeah, on that was good. Yeah, it was like I, that was hilarious. But doing, con- I don't necessarily enjoy doing content as a whole. Like, you know, especially more so in my playing days. But like I always felt like having to do content was like a distraction. So yeah. Like, like I I understand you need to do it, but at the same time, I was like, I don't care. I want to, I want to practice. I want to get better. I want to win. Like yeah, I don't care yeah. about content. So I've never been a fan of it. Yeah, I get that. I get that completely. I suppose you're just more of a competitor than a than a creator, like you said. Hundred um, percent. Getting onto a bit of a touchy subject here. The snaking drama, the whole... Uh, there's been a lot said in regards to Selium, right, recently, and his apparent, you know, abuse of this in-game mechanic that's been... that's ultimately been a thing for years. Um, what's your personal opinion on that? Snaking is fucking lame. If you consistently, consciously snake, fuck you. Okay. Like, I... Okay. That, that shit... That shit was GA'd for years when I was playing because if you remember in IW when your European Splice Boys won that uh, was stage one like that's when snaking was super OP super abused and then we agreed as like a pro community like ah no one's gonna abuse it and the rest of the year we were good no one abused it and then like it just it, just, it was just a thing that we didn't even talk about year to year it's just a thing every new COD Hey, odds are you're gonna be able to snake if you pop up and down headies enough. It's how COD works. Some yeah. some engines are better than others. Like uh, Treyarch's engines typically aren't as abusive as like Infinity Ward engines when it comes to snaking. But the mechanic exists across the board, so it's like yeah. we just won't do it. And for years it wasn't a problem. And then here we are. And now it's like all of a sudden a problem again where people are just blatantly abusing it. Like. There's a bunch of other people now, too, who abuse it. Cell, I think, is still at or at least damn near the top of the list. Yeah. But I, I, it's just frustrating to watch, honestly. Like, Yeah, I could how did we re- How did we regress to here where people are consciously snaking every heady? A question, a question for me would be, like, you know, your, as you said earlier, your reasoning for, for competing the way you did, and as you said, those first 15 seconds after winning a ring is that ultimately your real reason for competing all this time was that competitive nature. It was your will to want to win. It was your desire and hunger to become a winner. 
Um, mm-hmm. Whereas now, ultimately, look, man, that purse for winning a COD fucking major is getting more handsome every year. You know, it is. the prize pool's increasing, and realistically, how much respect are people going to have for these little, you know, gentlemen's handshake things when I there's mean, so much money on the line? People, like IW champs, yeah, people did not abuse snaking with all the money on the line. Like, I don't know. It's just about your integrity, like literally yeah. your competitive integrity. Like we had the whole community in IW agree to not abuse it and the the game where it was the most abusive and no one abused it and we were good and like uh I don't know. I think obviously there's a lot of money online, but if you agree to something and you're a fucking grown man, you should be able to stick to it. Yeah. Like you should have some competitive integrity. To not abuse things that are obviously not intended mechanics. Yeah. yeah. Like, obviously, these Call of Duty developers don't make games with snaking in mind every year. Mm-hmm. Is this a result of a game, a video game being played on At online servers? Level. Yeah. Yeah. And the online servers where you have ping, you have, even on land, there's like connection. It's not like there's always going to be cameras, there's not real life. We're like, I'm not cameraing snaking shit in real life. If I pop yeah. up somewhere, you fucking see me first. You shoot me. Yeah. You're playing paintball. Yeah. Like, so, like, I think, I don't know. I think this, you got to look past the money, especially because players now are making a ton. Usually anyway. making a good yeah. amount of money on salary. Not yeah. everyone, but a lot of them are. So, like, I don't buy the whole, oh, look at all the money in the prize pool. It's like, dude, have some integrity. Just don't do it. Period. Yeah, I get it. I suppose uh, another way to look at that as well is if if you're going to ignore the idea of, oh, well, we shouldn't snake and you're going to snake, then every opponent <laughs> you verse has the right to completely fucking ignore GA and just do what they like, just, you know? What? Yeah. It's actually funny you say that because apparently, I'm not going to throw names under the bus, but apparently that was a conversation in the, uh, the GA rep chat today because to make the GAs, there's... Twitter group chat out there with one rep from every team. Apparently, that was the conversation today. It's like, hey, this snaking shit keeps up. We're going to start pulling out AK 47s, M4s, snipers. Oh, baby, smoke. it's getting tasty. So, <laughs> I'm not going to say who said that, but yeah. that's what I heard. So, okay, okay. I don't think, I think that's one more so like a threat that hopefully gets undone yeah, about yeah. snaking than a, yeah. a real, like, hey, we're actually pulling AK 47s. Yeah. Because if that happens, then it's a complete shit show. Yep. All right. I've got your final piece of Jacob trivia, okay? Let's go. Now, realistically, you need to... You've got like a point and a half, okay? Yeah, I was going to say, a point and a half is fair. If you get this correct, you're on two and a half, which means you beat Austin, okay? Sin. (laughs) You're definitely not getting this right, by the way. Whoa. (laughs) Okay, listen. Since March 2010, 11 years ago, do you know how many organizations you have represented? Since March 2010. Yes, sir. Would it help you? Does this count each in as a different organization? Because I was on Envy like three different times. No, no, no. So if you were on Optic twice, Envy three times, it's just that counts as one organization. Same as like Phase Red and Phase Blackwood as well. One organization. Now, if it helps does you, count, does this count? Does this count Optic and Optic LA as one? Yes, as one. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. 
Okay, hold on, let me think. If it helps, I'll tell you the first one from March 2010, and then you can see if you can build. First one should be uh, IXI. Mm, I've got Extravagant here. That's IXI. Extravagant. Is that who it is? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. Clan tag was IXI. Right. There we go then. So, Extravagant. I'll read them out so I'm not counting in my head to the stream. It's on the list. Got extravagant, optics in there, envies in there, denial, phase, uh, LA thieves, um, United, evil geniuses. Yep. How many you got right now? You got eight, right? I got eight. Okay. You're missing two. I'm missing two? Yes, sir. <laughs> I think one. I think one. Did you get this off like COD Esports PD or something? Uh, Yeah. I think one is going to be IGC. Yes, that's nine. Uh, okay, so go through the ones you said again. Go through the ones you said. You said... Extravagant. Yep. IGC. IGC. Optic. Yeah. Envy. Denial. Phase. E United. Evil Geniuses. I'm missing one of the ones I said. LG. You said LG. LG. I'm not going to lie. I think LG was the one I didn't say. No bullshit. Oh, shit. Okay. I think that's the 10. I think you just spoiled for me. Wait, did I? Did you no, have nine? Did you have nine? I had nine, but I think LG was a 10. I, well, think... I, I swear you didn't say Envy. I was no, always like... I, I didn't say... I didn't say... What I didn't repeat was Thieves. For my original nine. Oh, shit. I gave you that. Fuck, it's a point. You gave me the 10. Yeah, look, you it's a point. Fuck. How was I missing LG? <laughs> that was like the entire World War II year. <laughs> yep, yep. I just blacked out. Forgot about right. it. Unlucky. Austin just got smoked, by the way. It's 2.5 for you. Let's go. Wow. Ace. I didn't matter. My Ace go. is in the chat. He said I spoiled it. I, know, I, I, I can't up. believe no it. No way. way. Right, okay. I think I would have gotten that if I thought about it a little longer. So I've got a few more. going game by game. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I've got a few more, like, uh, open questions for you as a coach um, and just you um, as a personality, and then we're going to get into some Twitter questions, okay? Right. So, which teams or team do you currently see as LA's biggest rivals? The biggest rival? Yeah. Um, I don't know. A rivalry probably would be Optic, but they've shown us in scrims the past two times. So, it's hard to have a rivalry if we're getting shit on. So Got to be, <laughs> be better. But, uh... I mean, I think the Thieves-Optic rivalry will just be a natural one from Black yep. Ops 4 and then Nadechat being the CEO. And yeah, yeah. I think it's naturally a rivalry. I mean, the biggest competition is Atlanta. They're the best team, but I don't think there's really a rivalry there. I, the answer is probably Optic, but we, we have to be better to keep it a rivalry. Who do you personally feel are the three most dangerous teams in the game right now? Atlanta-Dallas. Optic. Okay. I think they're I think they're far and away the top three right now. Yeah. Would you put Would you put MYSL up there or? Let's see how the next stage goes. Okay. I think they have the potential. Um, 
I think this next stage for them is going to be really telling to see whether they're legit or whether it was a really good kind of honeymoon period first event for them. Yeah, yeah. I think they have potential. I think they're all good players and like they look good so far, but it's you know it's about sustained success to put your, especially to put themselves in that tier. Yeah, with those three, we'll have to see how this goes. This next yeah, stage, indeed. So if Cold War was to become, let's say you wake up tomorrow and Cold War is this perfect, all well-rounded competitive title, what would have needed to change while you were asleep? For, um, smokes and snipers would be fixed. Snipers wouldn't aim in. Well, actually, they don't even aim in fast. They just have auto-aim, so they wouldn't have auto-aim. Uh, smokes, you wouldn't be able to one-way because even though they supposedly fixed it, you can still one-way them. I've been a victim of it in league play. It pisses me <laughs> off. Yeah. Um, probably a little better maps. I'm not a map designer. I don't know how to fix maps or make new maps, but Garrison having a vent and an underground tunnel is fucking stupid. <laughs> so I don't think there should be that. Those little narrow, like, alleyways on maps like back in black ops 4 like arsenal event room like yeah, yeah, yeah. like those narrow choke points are uh, there's just dumb they're, they shouldn't be a thing yeah like, look at like raid nice and open map you know you have like some doorways it's but, the most like, enjoyable map to watch like by yeah mile. everything's open and yeah. like with a map like that there's less corners like where you can just camp it around the corner and get a kill like yeah yeah you know in these new maps like there's just so many random nooks and crannies and um, probably a little better gun balancing. Give me some submachine guns that act like submachine guns, don't shoot long range, and give me some ARs that don't insta kill my submachine guns. Yeah, up close, like yeah, yeah, yeah. does. I mean, if they if they do that with maps and uh, maps and guns, I think it'd be damn near top tier. Okay, maps is the biggest thing. Yeah, every yeah. year. Austin Having said the same. Yeah, I know he's a big yeah. advocate of that. Yeah, always he, he, number one he on the was, priority list. He was super similar in, in what you just said. I asked him a similar question yesterday, uh, and his response was that like the, the maps are the biggest thing for the game, you know, and maps will maps will make or break a competitive title, one hundred percent. Yeah, I agree with him yeah. on that. We've talked about it. Yeah, times, yeah, so. I can imagine. So <laughs> across all your years of competing, uh, this is a question like uh, I asked Austin yesterday. His answer was Ian. Um, who has been your favorite person to kill? Like, which death, when you see it in the kill feed, <laughs> when when you see that person die in the kill feed consistently, which, what, who gives you the highest sense of satisfaction to just kill? Austin used to have a vendetta against Ian. Um, Most satisfaction to kill? I don't know. Um, For a bit, like Black Ops 4 specifically, after I got dropped from United, it was Clay. Yeah. I mean, there wasn't always Clay. I didn't have beef with Clay before that. But then when I had beef with him, loved killing that guy. <laughs> then, um, um, I don't know, maybe like Krim, just because that dude's a psychopath. You know, he's just someone you always want to just beat and yeah. kill. Uh, I don't know if I have a specific name. That's good, Ooh, though. Another one, an unexpected one on this list is... Uh, Classic Nikki D. Yeah, I'm really good friends with him, but for some reason, especially through like the jetpack cods, we would literally just like 
go back and forth roasting each other every day. <laughs> like, specifically in IW, we would just go back and forth roasting each other every day. So, love killing that guy. That's good. I like this, man. I'm going to I'm gonna make sure I ask this all year just so I can try and spark up some mini rivalries. Interesting question. Yeah, yeah. interesting question. Yeah. So, getting to your final nice formal question from me now. Uh, Austin gave me a prediction yesterday. Uh, what is your COD Champs prediction for 2021? Who wins COD Champs and which two teams do you see facing off in the grand finals? LA Thieves beats Atlanta Faze. If they keep the same best of nine format, 5-0. An absolute fucking thrashing. <laughs> <laughs> Hard points could be like 250 to 30. Search will be 6-1. We'll give them a round. Uh, yeah, that's about it, though. That's about it, yeah? How, how's the control Absolute. looking? I don't know. An actual prediction? Um, actual prediction? Dude, I mean... Right now, I mean, it's tough not to say Atlanta Dallas again. Right yeah, now. they they look like top two again, just like last year. So I yeah, mean, yeah. hopefully we can disrupt that, change up that that top two list. But right now, a real prediction, not my five zero LATs prediction, will probably be Atlanta Dallas. I mean, look, the the real prediction won't matter. The only one I'm clipping is the. Uh... The five zero phase one. Okay, yeah, use that okay. one for Twitter. Yeah, man, sweet. For there we go. Use that one for Twitter. Yeah, for man. Show. Right, couple t- uh, Twitter questions. Uh, so, Money Chain asks, "Do you miss putting in eight hours a week on Polis?" I miss Polis so much. Miss yeah. Among Us with the boys. When you were when you were saying that, voting Ace off, <laughs> killing Aces, yeah. bitch ass. On the chat. Bro, when you were saying um, earlier, like, well, like just a few minutes ago about the whole, uh, you know, integrity finger and, and like abusing that that mechanic, the first thing I thought was just like those pieces of shit that don't move off admin tape or like fucking piss me <laughs> up. Like, fuck you, man. Admin yeah. fucking losers. I hate it. That it ruins the game. That was something I always like had like uh, internal GA. Like, yeah. <laughs> I always try to make a conscious effort to do my tasks first. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I, yeah. Maybe if it got like super late game where there's like five people left alive. Yeah. Four yeah. be left one imposter. Obviously I'd kinda of hang around that area, but like early game especially, like I'm trying to just run around and do my tasks. If I come by the admin table, I'll check it out. Yeah. Especially yeah, if I man. see someone's dead on like vitals. Yeah, yeah. I'll have a quick peek. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, but uh anyone who camped that just from the start and like I hated that shit. I hated that play that strategy where it's like, Oh, I'm just gonna no, do no tasks. Yeah, I'm gonna just be that guy that's like, okay, there's four of you in fucking yeah. lab, there's two of you here, and I know which way, I know where follow, the body is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just follow people around, keep mental. That's like, dude, that defeats the purpose. The pur- the purpose is like, as you do tasks, what can you remember? Yeah. Like, who can yeah, you remember yeah. you see around you? Yeah, I agree. Is that also like, as I'm doing a task, people can pass me who I don't see. It's like, mm-hmm. that's what made it challenging. Yeah, I agree. That's what adds a, a like a better fucking mix of the game. 100 percent gotta get back with among us bro. yeah i'm it. down let's do it let's get a lobby going man just let I'm me know just nights. let me know we'll do it yeah. down turn one of these nights into a drinking night and yeah among let's us. do it bring yeah. it back we'll get that fucking sheriff mod as well that shit looks fucking hilarious right sheriff? oh i've seen that one only like i've only seen it a few times honestly yeah yeah it looks interesting right parky asks what's your all-time favorite gun that you've ever used over all the years that you've competed Probably, probably the M8 and Black Ops 2 and Black Ops 3. Although okay. they were different guns. It's, it's probably my favorite. Both of them. 
Yeah. Something about burst guns, bro. I don't know. I like my burst guns. Yeah, bro. The amount of Black Ops 2 was fucking disgusting. The strafe was insane. Yeah, it was insane. That gun would not fly these days. <clears throat> yeah, speaking of Black Ops 2, Dan asks, what is your favorite COD of all time and why is it Black Ops 2? <laughs> it probably is Black Ops 2. I mean, it was just like... It was such a simple game, dude. It introduced the uh, the pick 10 class system, which yeah. creates a meta in itself. Like, do you, do you stack your attachments? Do you stack your perks? Which perks do you use? Because the, there was enough perks in that game where, like, choosing some made you vulnerable to other things. Like, you know, if you go tack, tack flak, you couldn't have, like, dexterity or something. You know, I don't remember all the details of it, but yeah. the general idea was always there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. um... So Black Ops 2 was great. Outside of that, Black Ops 3 is my next game. So okay. those are my top okay. two. Yeah, yeah. M8s from both games, and they're my top two games. Do you have... Shocker. On that question, do you have a preference based on competitiveness as opposed to just pubs? Like, if you had to pick a COD that you loved just like was your favorite just for pubs as opposed to the one that you competed on, is it different or is it still Black Ops 2? It's hard because I didn't... I never really played a ton of pubs since, like... I didn't like. I probably grinded pubs back like MW two, yeah. Black Ops two, maybe. But they like, were the fucking days, man. MW two pubs. Yeah, are so good. like I haven't grinded pubs in years. Yeah. So, um, if I had to pick one off pubs, I would probably say MW two. Yeah. I remember I would always just run around with a sniper. Hell yeah. Quickscope people. Yeah. When I was when I was young and cracked. Yeah, me too. <laughs> so that was fun. Yeah, I those agree. days were fun. Uh, Shango asks, "When's the straightener with foreign?" The straightener with the, what is the straightener, man? So straightener in British like slang is like a fight, yeah. Like when's the scrap? Yeah, dude, I've never met that guy. His <laughs> obsession with me was quite honestly the weirdest thing I have ever dealt with in my entire life. I don't know why he's in love with me, bro. He was fully fucking in love with you, like he really was. Like he's yeah, his Twitter. I, could, I couldn't like as much as like it was pure shit. Like I knew I was reading pure shit. I just couldn't stop sniffing the shit. You know what I mean? Like, I couldn't yeah. stop clicking oh, on his Twitter. I, I was I like, holy reading. fuck. Yeah, I have to keep yeah, reading. Because I wasn't getting tagged in the tweets, but I was, like, as it was going on, I was like going back to his Twitter. Yeah. Because, dude, he, he like, no exaggeration. He sent, like, 20 tweets about me in one day. <laughs> like, zero exaggeration. It was, like, 20 <laughs> tweets. So I got to the point, after, like, five, I was just, like, going back every 10, 15 minutes. Like, yo, did he tweet about me again? Like, what, what happened this time? And then I had people tagging me in it, and I'm just like... Yeah, it was interesting. How did you feel about the the egghead picture that he uploaded? The egghead. Yeah, picture? the is it the Easter egg? The Easter Island. Yeah, Easter Island. I've heard that joke before. Yeah, it's pretty funny because I see it. I'm not gonna lie, I got a long face. I see it. <laughs> it's funny. Like I've just heard it before, so it's not. Yeah, good. yeah. Right. Okay. I mean, look. Hopefully, he's not like casting at a future I, event listen, somewhere. I'm it... ready for the fucking straightener. No, hopefully he is casting. I would love to meet that guy. I would walk up to him and tell him. I'm not going to tell you what I'll tell him. I'd have some choice words for him. That's good to hear. I look forward to it, man. I, I, I talked about it too. Before we cut this segment, I want to get this out there because we, like, I talked about it with like Eric the other day, but like, that is a 38 year old man who's like on the internet just chatting shit. Yeah. Like, as if like, you know, he, it's almost like he has the mentality of like a 16 year old. Oh, 100%. He's yeah. like on the internet for the first time just talking shit. Like, dude, like, before the internet, like, you can't talk shit like that. There's repercussions of talking shit. You talk shit, you get hit in the face. Yeah, like, yeah. 
that yeah. that's not real life to no, go on the not, internet no. talking shit like that yeah yeah and like i just think it'd be interesting to meet that dude and just yeah. tell him he's a power i mean he went at, he things. went at a few people's heads that day right like didn't he he went at simp he went at well you. he went at me first and then i had people the cod community kind of came to my defense yeah which I yeah. Appreciate yeah they did 100 percent. you know and i think simp's thing like i thought simp's tweet was just like like what the fuck I just yeah he did yeah Cap. and then he comes at simp it's like Simp didn't even come at him. He just yeah. like the the one <laughs> consistent thing I saw was like everyone's like, "Yeah, this dude's having a mental breakdown." Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, bro, I, I tweeted that. I tweeted that. I was like, I "Yeah, this kid, was, he's fucking nuts." Yeah, one hundred percent. Yep. It must have been. Also, Ace, I would fucking handle you bad. I'm bringing him in the chat, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Ace is a little delusional. Guy's getting smoked. <laughs> Uh, I'd pay to watch that as well. Right, I'm gonna test your knowledge. Right. I want to test your knowledge on the uh, the teammates that you got around you in TJ, Don, Kenny, and Austin. Okay, so right. I've got some like tweets here and there. I've got a couple questions. I just want to see if you can put the tweet to the name and see who tweeted it, and then also see if you can get the questions <laughs> correct. So, right. opening up with a tweet. The tweet starts like this. I love eating booty. Booty is my favorite meal. That's one of my players' tweets. Yep. All right, well, I'm ruling out Tej and Austin off the rip on this one. If it's one of them, I'd be fucking mind blown. <laughs> yeah. I think that is a Donnie faded tweet. Final answer. Okay, uh, so this was a trick question. Nobody tweeted that. I made it up to see... <laughs> No. <laughs> Who you would put there? Yeah, no. Yeah. Nobody tweeted that. Yeah, but it's good That's to see. It's good to horseshit. see what what you think of Donny, man. I completely understand where you sit now. No, I mean, yeah. if someone on my team tweeting that, it's Donny while he's faded. Hundred percent. Okay. Okay. Right. This really is a tweet. A... This really is a tweet. Now, okay. I uh... promise. I'm no more games. Right. Daily reminder that In and Out is still better than Five Guys. Don't at me. Oh, Austin, 100%. Yeah, you got it straight away. Okay. He has that argument with people every fucking day. Yep. Not every day, but You're one for way one, too baby. Much. I mean, I look, I've never had In-N-Out. We don't have In-N-Out in the UK. If we do, it's like fucking super no, rare. There's like, like three, four locations, yeah. It's like an exclusive West Coast thing. I think they like finally just moved like Texas to oh, here. Oh, shit. Like, in that case, then we, we must have in the UK. Yeah, it's not even on the East Coast. Because I did it. When I grew up on the East Coast, I never even saw one until I came out to California a few times. I know this much, though. Listen, Five Guys is fucking good. So, five like, in, good. in and Out must be real good because Five Guys mm, is fucking crazy. Five Guys is probably a little better. Yeah, that's how I... Five I, Guys I, probably I, a little yeah, better. Yeah, bro. Those Cajun fries are crazy. Okay. In-N-Out has dog shit fries. But there we go. Yeah, see, fries make a meal, man. Right. 100%. I got a tweet here. Spending dirty money at the Gucci store. <laughs> Again, I'm rolling out. Teach and Austin. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> if I saw one of them tweet this, I would cry. Uh, dirty money at the Gucci store. Thing is, like Ken, like I'd probably go Don. You're gonna go I Don, yeah? See it being Ken. I think Don's my guess. Final answer. Yeah. Okay, right. It's Kenny. 2015. It was Kenny. Yeah. 2015, bro. Yeah. I was spending I was spending racks in twenty fifteen in Gucci. I had one a damn thing in twenty fifteen. It was fucking shit. No shot. Yep. Right. Got a tweet here. I'm your favorite player's favorite player. Huge. Yes. 
Okay. <laughs> I think I've heard him say that before. Brilliant. Okay. <laughs> Can you tell me which one of your teammates believes that Interstellar is a 10 out of 10 movie? 10 out of 10 movie? <clears throat> Austin. Wrong. Kenny. Oh, yeah. Kenny thinks it's a 10 out of yeah, 10? Yeah, yeah. Yep. Right. Interesting. <laughs> Roll on. Which one of your teammates' birthday is in July? Um. Well, fun fact for you, two of my players share a birthday. And I know it's not them. Uh, I think it's Teach. Okay, fun fact for you, it's a trick question because two of them have a birthday in July. It's Tej and, and Don. Don. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember because uh, last year on Optic, on OGLA, Brandon, Tej, and Ken all turned 21 like that year. Yeah. And I think, I remember Tej being around that time. That's why I didn't know Don was around there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Austin and Ken are the same birthday though, but five years apart. Do you know which one of them's older? Who's older at a Tej or Don? Tej or Don? No clue. Don, yeah, I think, I'm sure Don's older by like nine days, bro. Their, their birthday's super close. Really? Yeah, yeah. Right, who's taller, <laughs> Slasher or Tej? Austin. Is he? Yeah. I didn't, I, I, bro, I looked at pictures yeah, today. Austin, I don't Austin's know the answer to this, by the way. I didn't know the answer Wait, to it. That's why a, I was hoping you'd tell me. Bro, I saw some pictures today. Let me find one. Hold on. Wait, let me go find like. I got sent a couple today. <laughs> Rise Nation 2018. I found a few, man. Um, mm, mm. There was a picture with TJ on the left and Austin on the right. And uh, like, they were both so level in terms of like, where they were standing. But, like, bro, they looked like completely the same height, like, for real. Yeah, like, look, man, the Rise one here, like, they look the same fucking height. Let me link you this tweet. Here, I'm linking you one. Granted, this one's, this one's edited with a background. Yeah. But, like, I imagine the picture was taken somewhere, like, Austin's clear-cut taller. In that one, at least. Let's look, let's look. Let me just uh, drag this on. Hold on. Let's look. Okay. Really? Yeah, he is. He's like, bro. How tall is Tej? Like four foot four? <laughs> Something like that. I don't know. <laughs> I think Tej is like right? five six, five seven, and Austin's like five eight, five nine. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, probably. probably. I maybe guess. I don't know. Hard for me you... to keep up with people that short, dude. No. S speaking on um, what was what was I gonna say? Speaking on all these tweets and I just wrote to you. Did you uh, did Austin tell you about the tweet that I found yesterday from Kenny? From yes. what? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I woke up to it in our text chat, and then he deleted it. Yep, I was like, okay, but <laughs> um, yeah, that one had me dying, bro. It had me dying. Right, before I let you go, I go, go on. Go ahead. I had to go back and look at the text chat to remember exactly what it was. So I remember <laughs> it we was talked funny. about it. It I was, was fucking crying. funny. Right. Yes. Before I let you go, uh, I'm gonna hit you with one final free part question. Okay. So you're trapped on a desert island, yeah? You're there for the rest of your life, bro. So you're going to live out the rest of your life on an island in solitude. But you can take one album of your choice 
one meal of your choice and one TV series or movie of your choice. Now, the meal that you take, you're going to eat once every single day, okay? And the album that you take, you're going to have to listen to one song from the album every day. And only one song, only one song, so not the whole album, just one I song. I don't know, I don't even have a good answer for the album. I'll okay, tell you that right now. And TV an series or movie, if you take a TV series, you've got to watch one episode a day, and if you take a movie, you've got to watch the movie every day. Um, I don't have a good answer for the album, okay? Um, so I'm just gonna chalk that meal. Thinking like a nice steakhouse meal, like a nice filet mignon. <laughs> you said I eat one. I eat the meal once a day. Yeah, once a day. A nice like filet mignon. It's my go-to at steakhouses with like, you know, some fries, some, some mac and cheese, maybe like a loaded um, baked potato. Yeah. Thinking something like that. This sounds good. Would you? Do you not think you get bored of it, bro? Like every single day. I mean, you'd get bored of anything every day. Yeah, like, yeah, come on, like, what? Yeah. Like, what are you gonna pick that you're not gonna get bored of? Me, bro, a Big Mac. Bro, you never get bored of Big Macs. There's no way I could eat 500 what? Big Macs. I'd nah, never get bored. Big you're Mac tripping. sauce. No, 100%. I'd never get bored. You're bro. tripping. I could eat Big Macs every day for the rest of my life. I would be happy. I would I'm, die I'm so. Taking, far. I, I'd I'm die in taking, like five years, but I'd be so happy. Trust me. I'm taking my. Five star meal, hundred percent over any. <laughs> what, a Big Mac with extra Big Mac sauce. Yeah, you're saying no. Are you sure? I'm not doing. Okay, reevaluate. You go and get one and reevaluate. Trust me, you'll you'll think. I maybe uh, I haven't had McDonald's in a long time. Okay. Uh, TV series or movie? I'd probably go. Game of Thrones. But the problem with Game yeah. of Thrones is season eight sucks. Season off. seven and eight get a bit shit, bro. Season seven was fine for me. Season eight sucked. Um, I'd probably have to go that just because the first, I, I like I said, I think season seven was good. The first seven seasons were so good. Um, I'm actually watching the Blacklist right now, which is like seven seasons, twenty-two episodes a season. Holy shit! And I'm hooked on like it's like forty minutes an episode. Oh, I'm on damn. season four. So it's like, I may have to take something like that. That's in consideration just because of how long it is to yeah, keep yeah. entertained. I think the, the but, great uh, thing, like when something's super long as well, is luckily you don't remember the details when you watch again. Like you, you remember the like the main bulk of story, but there's a lot of yeah. detail that you forget just because it's so dense. For sure. Yeah, uh, there's so much going on. What's it about, this blacklist? Because I need some new shit to watch. So it's this guy. He's like one of the top dogs of like the criminal underworld. Yeah. And the criminal underworld is full of criminals who the FBI doesn't even know exist. That's yeah. how good, high tier they are. So he turns himself in day one. This is literally episode one. He turns himself into the FBI under the condition that he'll only talk to this one girl who didn't even work for the FBI yet. So they have to go find this girl, hire the FBI because this is like a legendary criminal. They've been on the hunt for him for like 20 years, been on the top 10 most wanted list, whatever, all that good shit. And then every episode, he gives them a new criminal to find in the underworld. But the whole time, he's like he's working on like advancing his own yeah, yeah. fucking criminal life. Yeah. So like, and then there's a there's like an overall plot going on the whole time too that I don't want to really talk about. Is it on Netflix or pro, like Netflix? Amazon. Okay, I need to look, man. I need to look, look at it, bro. Give it a try. Watch the first episode. 
Hit me up tomorrow. <laughs> let me know what you think. Okay. Have you watched Dexter? Yes. Bro, Dexter's my favorite Very good. I've ever watched. Very think, good. Yeah, that shit's my didn't favorite. Didn't end well. No, it fucking ended awful. a long awful. time ago. You know about the new series though, right? I heard about it. What is it? It's just, they're continuing it, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, so they're literally doing a new finale series to try and make up for how fucking poorly it ended. Wait, so they're doing a whole new oh, series? Oh, a whole new series, bro. Yeah. Wow. I'm so, uh, I think it's 13 episodes that have been agreed. On Netflix? Uh, Yeah, big Netflix release, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to look at that. Yes, sir. Another one that I liked a lot was uh, Sons of Anarchy. Yo, I was I was hoping you'd mention... Okay, good. listen. I'm watching it right now for, some... for the first time. Are you? Yeah, for the first time. This is like you're saying you forget a lot of details. I forget a lot of the details from Sons of Anarchy, but I remember when I was watching it, I loved it. I'm on series one. Uh, I think I'm getting toward like the... How many... I forgot how many episodes during this series, but I think I'm getting toward like the end of series one now. Um, I've just seen... What did I just fucking see? Damn. His bro, his wife lost her fucking mind. She hit the girl in the face with a skateboard because she turned up. Um, she got arrested. He got arrested. Everyone's getting fucking arrested. Uh, that's a common theme. A lot of people get yeah, arrested. Jax is throwing fucking like FBI agents through fucking barbershop windows. I'm just like, oh, yeah. Dude, it, it gets crazier. I don't. I can't. I don't even remember the details you're trying to explain. Like I said, I. I yeah, really, there must be. It must be so dense if like none of that is even ringing a bell. I can I'm imagine. drawing such a blank, but yeah. dude, it's stick with it. That's a good one. The only thing that puts me off, I, I, I don't know. Like, like I'm surprised. Like, in fact, this is probably a better question for you. Is like as an American, like for me. I'm finding it really... Like, I tried to watch this a year ago, but I couldn't. I watched two episodes and was like, nah, fuck it. I'm now trying again. And it's because, like, Charlie Hunnam's accent, like, his, his attempt at, at... Oh, I saw you tweet about this. Hey, bro, it, it's fucking grilling me, man. Like, even now, I mean, it's still hurting me. It's so that's cringe. Maybe it's worse for you, but it didn't really put... didn't really turn me off, you know? Yeah. I didn't really think it was that bad, but I'm also... Probably not as good of a judge of that, so. Okay, look, I just need to get my head down. I'm going to give it fucking, I'm going to give it my all. I'm going to just watch it, man. Uh, everyone, Everyone's saying it's fucking incredible, so I have to do it. I have to do it. You do. You right. Give it a try. I'm going to let you head off, bro. I have uh, taken enough of your time. Again, thank you for tuning into the podcast, guys. A massive thank you to to uh, to Jacob for joining me and sharing what he has. And if you guys tuned in late, don't forget you can go and catch the podcast along with last night's episode from the beginning. Just search the Bakery Podcast on Spotify and make sure you follow us both over on Twitter to keep up to date. Enjoy the rest of your evening and peace. Of course.